0: y'all, today's my birthday, turning 42. That means I've officially been grown 21 years. So I'm gonna tell you the 21 things I've learned since turning 21. Number one, give yourself grace, especially in your 20s. Figure out what you wanna do, okay? And stop trying to compare your life to other people's lives in their 20s. You're running your own race. Number two, be kind to your body. You only get one. Take care of it, drink water, take care of your skin, work out. Um, not everyone is your friend. I'm just here to tell you, okay? They're not. You have your inner circle, your outer circle, and your behind the veil people. And you need to find out who they are ASAP. Contrary to popular belief, you will outgrow people, okay? So you cannot be screaming no new friends. You need new friends. At a certain age, we just have to say, okay, our parents did what they did. Okay, now what am I gonna do about it? We can't blame them for the rest of our lives. You will go through seasons in your life where you are alone, and there's a difference between being lonely and being alone, and you have to figure out what you're supposed to get out of that season while you're in it. Don't just pay attention to how people treat you. Pay attention to how they treat others that they deem less than them. Watch out for those people. Stop explaining yourself to people that are hell-bent on misunderstanding you, okay? Just let them think whatever and move on. You don't have to always tell your side of the story, okay? Let's be honest. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody, okay? Yes, three plus three equals six, but so does four plus two. Learn other ways to think, okay? Everybody's not wrong. You gotta stop explaining your no it's just no if your meal is wrong send it back you can say something it's okay you do not have to rekindle a relationship with someone just because you've forgiven them okay you can forgive them and still move on it's okay to be unavailable during your free time now this one you have a hard time with forgive yourself
1: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast, a Philly-based culture and society podcast from a black-ass queer perspective. I'm your host and producer, Eric Cole. Be sure to follow the Hung Up Podcast on your favorite social media and podcast platform by searching at Hung Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. Tap that bio link on the Instagram page to get instant access to the most recent podcast episode, the HungaPod merch store. There's also a link to Tony and I's interview with Real House of Potomac cast member Candace Dillard. Intro credit goes to Rayshonda Lockhart. We know her as the Let's Check the Board on Instagram and TikTok. I think she's... Is she on TikTok too? I think she is. But shout out to her. Thank you for those 21 lessons. Regardless of your age, that was a word for everybody. Happy birthday, Rashonda! Shout out to Level Up for allowing Tony and I to host Hunga Pod Live Happy Hour on Friday. And it was a good time. I counted. I feel like we brought about 30 people out, all supporters of the show. Thank you. And and close friends. Like, we knew everybody. For the most part, I met a few people that I hadn't met before. I had way too much to drink. (laughs) I was a mess the next morning. Like, it was not well. I didn't get out of recovery until 3 p.m. the next day. But thank you, Level Up, for making that happen. We want to come back though Ari, she gonna hook us up just stay tuned i'll let you know the date This week's podcast episode is On Location with Justin Coleman, the owner and creator of Bacon Bacon, Philadelphia's first and only bacon-inspired restaurant and food truck. Established in 2019 as a food truck business, they are currently in the process of opening their first brick-and-mortar restaurant in South Philly. 11th and Ellsworth, it was really cool to actually be there in the midst of everything kind of going on he was working with the contractors he had his operations manager there shout out to justice i met his social media person who he's been working with on tiktok since last fall the space is massive with two levels And even with it only being 75% done, I still got a good feel, a good sense of the vibes that Bacon Bacon is going to be bringing to South Philly. And it's not all pretty. Justin also gets into the ugly side of the business and where he's really had some hurdles to get through. Not all business relationships work out. Being a black business owner comes with its thing. It's like literally a, a price that you have to pay for being black in business. Justin, thank you for an inside look and sharing Bacon Bacon with the Hunga Pod family. Enjoy, y'all. Justin. Hey, what's going on? Justin Coleman, yes, the owner, the founder, (laughs) creator, yes, curator of Bacon Bacon. Yeah. Welcome to the Hung Up Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And thank you for like allowing me in your house. Oh yeah, your space. It's a nice. It's before a nice house right now. Yeah, before it's actually like open, open to the public. Yeah. I think that's really dope. Um be, what are your thoughts on and on? Well, I appreciate you allowing us to record in this space because I'm getting the real feel of what's going on. Yes. You're busy. Very. You have lots of things to do, and I'm and I'm seeing you going from one conversation <laughs> to the next, contractors. Sorry we working on the bar, it's mm. a lot going on, and I it know it's is. a lot that you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so just, again, welcome to the Hunger Podcast. I'm really happy to have you here. Yes. Please uh, introduce yourself and All let right. the listeners know where they can find you and support you on social media.
2: Okay. So I'm Justin Coleman, owner and creator of Bacon Bacon Food Trucks and now Bacon Bacon Restaurant, which is Philadelphia's first and only bacon-inspired restaurant. Um. Let's see, social media, you can find us on bacon, so B-A-K-E-N underscore bacon, B-A-C-O-N. That's our Instagram for the restaurant, and then bacon, bacon food trucks for Instagram for our food truck. So it's b a k e n underscore b a c o n food trucks with the S on the end.
1: Got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, listeners, you already know I will make sure Justin's contact information, Instagram, all that good stuff is in the episode notes for the podcast, just so you know where to find, where to support, all that good stuff. Yeah. So we here. We are here. The podcast is here. Yes,
2: Bacon Bacon Philadelphia. We welcome you
0: here.
1: Thank you for welcoming us. Yeah.
2: Don't mind the dust and construction going on. Not so much construction, more of an uplift. um, Doing a lot of painting, uh, making it our own. Um, It was previously like a dive bar type vibe here. um, And the colors weren't representative of us. So we wanted to um, get some other colors in here, get a different vibe. Um, It is a different concept altogether. Um, So as you see the lights up here, they're... Really popping, really bright. It's like
1: bubbles. It's like reminding me of like when I used to blow bubbles when I was a kid. That's what drew me to
2: this. (laughs) Um, We have lighting in each ceiling bay. Um, Oh,
1: I see where those are going to go. Okay, so it's going to be nice, like recessed. Yeah. Um, Damn, the vibe is going to be crazy here. It's going to be dope. We're going to have wallpaper going
2: along this wall here. Um, Wallpaper on the other side. It's going to be graffiti style wallpaper. And here's going to be more of an elegant style. Thank you. Talk to you soon.
1: No, you're good. Dude. I love this. Like, um, that's, I love it. We that's the whole point that, of being on location. Yes, yeah, that's
2: true. So that is our new contractor. Um that just walked by. That just walked okay. by. He's okay. the one that's saving us from the contract headache that we previously had. We could talk about that later. Okay. Um, but he he actually came in and, and is going to get us to where we need to be. Uh he came in um and has been nothing but gracious and understanding. Um I don't wanna be a victim, but the last contractor like really just did some trifling stuff. Um, but we're working through it. It definitely stalled us out. We were supposed to open the end of March, beginning of April. Um, it's now almost August, and we're still not open, as you can see. There's so much left to do. Um, we had three roofs that the um, previous contractor did, they're all leaking already.
1: Three? Three, four are all leaking.
2: Wow. They put up FRP board that's already falling off the walls. Um, what else? They did crown molding, overcharges for that. There's holes and gaps in that. We did get it fixed. Um, we had to get our new contractor to come in and fix the FRP board so it's not falling off. So we do pass inspection with the health department. Um, they took out copper pipes and put in PEX pipes, which is not up to code for a commercial property. Um, what else did they do? They were pinging in bottles um, and leaving them around the restaurant, um, peeing, peeing in and bottles, and leaving on in certain areas. We have pictures of that. We brought it to, um, we brought it to the contractor at the time. Uh, he apologized for it, but it still continued to happen. Then was a bucket in the, um, basement and it was like full. We didn't know what it was. And then our manager was like, that's piss. And I'm like, no, it can't be. It was like a huge ass bucket of piss. And we're like, this is insane. Like, there was no respect for the property, no respect for what we're doing. Um, And you know, at at times, like I look at their Instagram, they have nothing but great reviews, great work. And I don't like playing the race card, but it is one of those things where we can't ignore the fact that we are people of color Mm -hmm. and that we've been treated differently from forever. Um, so it's just one of those things where I'm like pondering, like, hmm, was that one of those situations where, you know, that's why this project was treated with such disrespect and disregard? Yeah. Um, because there's so many things that have went wrong. Um,
1: you tried to keep it in the community in terms of this sounds like it was a it was a black. Oh, no. Oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, OK. No. OK. Got you. Got you. Um,
2: okay. And, you know, I tried, we try to communicate in real time. I'm really big with, I'm really big on holding people accountable because um, I hold myself accountable and I am a man of my word. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Like I don't give excuses. I don't pretend like I said, I didn't say something when I know that I did. And that's what was like the going thing um, with this company. They have great reviews in Bucks County. So it was like baffled that I'm like, why there, but here. You was couldn't something. do that here. You couldn't do it here. Yeah. yeah. Um, just shoddy work. Um, we took pictures and videos. so I, I'm, I'm a documenter. So I documented everything, so like I can back up what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we will be putting some things out publicly about this. Um, Did you lost,
1: not, I'm sure you lost money. We time. lost
2: so much money because we've been in, in over like 20 to 30 publications about um, Bacon Bacon Philadelphia opening. Um, we had so much buzz. We still do have buzz. that People are like, okay, when are you opening? We thought it would be this time, people this were, time. Now okay, the whole gotcha. summer is over pretty much because, you know, it's almost August. We're not close to being ready. Um, so, you know, uh, it impacted our food truck company because last year we did over 200 events. We're probably at like 30, you know, mm-hmm. and this is the busiest time for us, which is June, July, August, and September. Sorry. Yeah. June, July, August, and September. Um yeah, it's it's been it's been a struggle. It's it's been tough. It's it's difficult because like you wonder like would people treat you differently if circumstances were different. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't control the circumstances. I can only control like you know, holding people accountable to what they say they're going to do and craftsmanship um should have been there and it wasn't mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um and we're still paying for it. So we have a brand new bathroom that it's actively leaking in the brand new bathroom. Um so, you know, super frustrating because we still are uncovering more and more of what they did that they shouldn't have done and what they did do. That's crappy work. That's that's um, OK. So, you know, but I digress. We're going to make it through. Um, one thing I love about um, being a black man is that the resilience that that we always seem to have, no matter what goes on. Um, that's why
1: I wanted you to share.
2: Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, there's going through
1: because it's easy for us to, to put see up, this, to see the good stuff. And, yeah. and especially on Instagram, right? Yeah. Like folks love to they love to see the right, wins. This is, right. But <laughs> these are the stories that we really need to hear about, especially yeah. as, you know, a, a business owner.
2: It's very discouraging, <clears throat> you know, but I, I like to train myself to think that it always could be worse. Um, So I don't like to get so much in my woe is me stage that I let that cloud my judgment and and cloud my decision making skills with not realizing all the blessings that I do have. The fact that, you know, my business is it'll be four years in August. um, I have three food trucks. We purchased this building. Um, and I'm able to really practice what I preach about ownership in the black community, like not just renting, um, but purchasing so we can leave a legacy to, for our kids or family, whoever we want to. Um, I'm really big on that. I'm really big on telling people, or not telling people, but like, you know, encouraging people to buy um, because it's important. You know, it's, it's really important to for us to not just buy you know, clothes and sneakers and things that really hold no value, mm-hmm. but to...
1: Own. Own. Land. Land. Businesses. Is things that can be passed down. Things yeah. that can... Um, benefit generations to come, exactly. and you're thinking about that footprint um, that you're also leaving in the community as well. Oh, absolutely. Like I'm here. I've, we're here, I've been here. So let me um, rewind back a little bit because in the beginning we were talking about design yeah. and what you were planning to do. And from what I understand with this project, you've you had a chance to flex your interior design passions. Yes. So talk about that a little bit.
2: Um, I love interior design. I don't know where it came from. Um and I've been trying to think back of when I was like when my, so my grandmother um she was a seam she is a seamstress mm-hmm. um and she knew how to put things together all the time so maybe that was what rubbed off um but I just love putting things together um I love contrast I love texture um I did a lot of that at my home, but I don't be showcasing my house. So, you know, it's like that's private for people that know me and and family and you get friends. To play here. But here it's like, okay, it's a public setting. I could show people my true skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and because we had a loan, I was able to do a little bit more than what I could do at home. Yeah. So this was like a project that I picked out every single piece. So when people come in, like I'm the one that put together from the light fixtures to the colors to the the bar every single thing Um, the patterns for the upholstery for the our chairs our booths everything like I did it all Um, I love dark colors I love black and gray so there's a lot of black and gray here but we have really great lighting Mm -hmm. so it doesn't feel dark in here Mm -hmm. Um, I did a German schmear technique for the brick um, to make it look a little bit more modern but still have an old classy type vibe I love this
1: brick It's
2: super cool.
1: Was this with the building, or did you kind of do it this way? So
2: the brick came with the building, Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted it to be a complete change for people that have come in here before um, with the previous establishment and see that we really took it up.
1: Um, Is that where the white comes from? Yeah. I love it. So that's why I did that. And what we did was a
2: German schmear technique Mm -hmm. where we did gray. Over top of the brick, and we brushed it. Okay. And I then we put the, the white on. So it gives some dimension to I the like brick.
1: I like that. And you talked about that contrast against right here when we yes. were. Yes. Right this across like on the really other classic. side. Really classic. And this bar and is like the, huge. This is. The bar. So, so yeah, the bar was the already. The bar is going to be popping. We just,
2: yeah, the bar is definitely going to be jumping. Um, the bar we kept. We just did stone on top. Mm-hmm. Um, we painted down here, which gave it a nice, you know,
1: and what is this color? It's like this a This color? Yeah. So this is called a bluish t- gray kind of what's going on here? It
2: is a Mediterranean blue. Okay. I love it. And it has a um a little bit of a sparkle to it.
1: Um It's just dope. Like in it like in here is going to be a whole vibe. It's going to be a whole vibe and I'm already feeling like I forgot where I'm at. So it's like when you come in here, you're you're already creating like this this atmosphere. This, Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> I can feel it already, and with you being, I guess, 75 percent done, I can't wait oh to gosh. see it at 100 percent. So, let me let me rewind a little bit. So, three food trucks.
2: Yes, three okay. food trucks.
1: You started in 2019. Yeah,
2: the end. So like August, which is kind of the end of the food truck season, but like, um, God is good. Like we were booked from when I quit my job. I like to say I fired my nine to f- I fired my 9 to 5, but I had an exit strategy for that. I like that. Oh yeah. You know cuz people will let you go quickly. Um they fire you without warning. So mm-hmm. it was interesting because um I remember friends saying like uh did you give your 2 weeks? And I was like no. I let them know that I was leaving, but I didn't give them two weeks because when they fire us, they don't give us two weeks. But like, hey, in two weeks we want to let you go. And they're like, you know what, you're done today. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I owed that to anybody, and people could take that how they want. I, but I for me, that's my yeah. journey, my story, and that's what it is. Period.
1: Period. Yeah. Period. Fight I wasn't with your happy mama. There. Right. <laughs> Fight with you. Right. I wasn't
2: happy there at all. I didn't like the practices um, of how they treated our clients. I didn't like who I was becoming there either. Yeah. Yeah. And so man, I was like, I got to go. You had an
1: opportunity to yeah. go, and you left. So. I understand one of your food trucks is in the process of being built right now. It's done. It's done. It is finished. Tell us, how do you build a food truck? Like, (laughs) where (laughs) I don't build it. I
2: pay somebody to do it. But (laughs) it's it's an interesting process. It's it's an an interesting process. Mm -hmm. So um, you get the food truck, or you get a, a box truck first, and then you go to a builder, and they'll like build. Put the equipment in. Um, this is our third truck, so each truck was um, a custom build per se. It we pick the equipment out, they put the equipment in the truck. They run the electric, they run all the the plumbing and everything else like that. It's pretty much a mobile kitchen. Um, so they do all that, and then you you buy it and you take it and you go. It's pretty much what we uh, did with this one. Okay, this truck is an 18 foot truck. It's a little bit. Bigger than the other two trucks. Well, it's way bigger than the first truck, which is the Derek truck. I um, dedicated that to my younger brother that passed away. Um, my second truck is dedicated to my great-grandmother, Sylvia, a.k.a. Tootie. Um, she, she raised me. She was just an amazing woman. And now, I Are these to, the names of the trucks? Or yes. Is it de- I love yes, that. Okay, yes, go yes. ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you um, off. No, no, it's fine. So the third truck is um, dedicated to my great-grandmother, Martha, um, who was another monumental person in my life. So like my goal is to have many food trucks because unfortunately I've lost a lot of family members and Mm. it's a way that I can pay respect to them because I'm a firm believer that it takes a village to raise any person. And I've been blessed and fortunate to have an amazing village from family to extended family, to some teachers. Um, Really fortunate just to have the love and support that I have coming from Kate May and,
1: just my family. Like, listen, just, you need that support, a... especially when you got contractors playing in your face and playing with your money and playing with your oh, time. No. Thank God for the support. Yes, yes. We we yeah. may not be seeing you here today. We might be um, divided by a piece of glass. So we right. are we are <laughs> we are thankful. So, three food trucks. The third one is 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 done. Yes. And this is your first brick and mortar. We are at 11th and... Ellsworth. Ellsworth. 1148
2: South 11th Street.
1: Okay. Got the address. Yes. What are going to be your hours? And tell us, what's going to be on the menu?
2: Okay. Well, the bacon goodness. That's what I like to call it. So our food trucks we have, um, it's pretty much bacon themed for for the food trucks. If it's not broke, don't fix it. So we're going to keep the food trucks that. The restaurant, we want people to know that it's a one-stop shop. So we want everybody to feel welcomed. So we have pescatarian options, vegan options as well. Um, as far as the bacon menu, we have bacon, smoked brisket, grilled chicken. We have pairings. We don't like to say sides. We have pairings, macaroni and cheese, different toppings for the mac and cheese, french fries, um, and then, as far as the other menu for the new menu, we'll let that be a secret for now. But yeah. some awesome pescatarian options, vegan options, and just to let people know like we are a place that's here to stay, and we're excited to be here. This neighborhood has been so gracious to us since we've taken over the building. Neighbors stop us all the time asking when we're going to open, how excited they are. Um, the other day, not the other day, but like a month or so ago, there was a um, a mom and her two kids, mm-hmm. and the little kid had to be like four or five, and he was like, I can't wait for the bacon restaurant to open. And I actually walked out as he was saying that, and, like, I just got chills. And, like, the fact that this little kid knows that a bacon place is coming and it's, and it's, it's mine, like, blew my mind.
1: And he's excited and about it. And he's excited, yeah. Right, and in, in, in a city like Philadelphia where, yeah, you would think, oh, there's a lot of halal and not, not a lot of people who eat pork. Actually, there's, there's a, a lot. lot of people who love pork. I wouldn't pork. be able to get
2: to this stage without... <laughs> The pork supporters. That part, come on,
1: like the writing's on the wall. Yeah,
2: Um, Hours, sorry. So Wednesdays and Thursdays will be open from 5 to 10. Fridays, 4 to 11 or 12, depending. Saturday, we have brunch, so we'll be open from 9 to 11 or 12 at night. And then Sunday, 9 in the morning, which will be another brunch day, which 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., depending if it's a... Um, football night or not then we may be open later and those hours may change like if we see that there's a need for us to stay open later then we will um, but we'll reassess after we open. We'll see
1: the demand. Yes.
2: We'll see. Listen, they
1: people want this food and they're willing to come in. I there. have a good feeling about it. I really have, in everything that you're doing here, the people that you have working with you, and I'm sure I have not met everyone, but the people that I have met, um, it seems like everyone's rooting for you and they're behind oh, yeah. you and they believe they in do what believe. you're doing. Let's talk about, which I probably should have brought in the beginning, but that's okay. Your whole idea behind like bacon, which was like, you, you said, okay, this is this... Ordinary, traditional American, like, breakfast food. Yeah. Um, you said, I want to do something different with it. So just talk about the whole idea that kind of birthed all of this. Like, what? What? where did that come from? Okay. Originally,
2: so my younger brother, Derek, passed away in 2016 in October. Um, I was actually, thank you. I was actually in Thailand when it happened. So I had to, my sister called me. I got the news. I had to write his obituary from this beautiful villa that I was on, and it just didn't seem real, because I'm like, looking outside, you have these beautiful mountains, um, the water was beautiful, you had the boats on the water, and I was writing his obituary, like Mm. just focusing on making it the best that it can be, um, planning his funeral. Reaching out to the Undertaker that I was one in Kate May that I trusted, that he's done all my family. And I remember calling Dennis and it's like, you know, Such my brother. a dreadful
1: title. It, yeah. Undertaker. They is. still call themselves
2: yeah. <laughs> Um, but I remember calling Dennis and I was like, you know, and again, I had a lot of family members pass, so like I know him personally. Um, and I was like, My brother passed away and I don't trust anybody to handle him but you and he was like, I got you. Where Ari, I was like I'm in Thailand. He was like enjoy your trip as much as you can. I was like I'm trying to find a flight home, Um, so I had to cancel the trip early. Come home. I was on a plane for 27 hours to get home. Um, Less someone who is
1: not. I don't. I fly planes because I have to. I hate flying. I don't enjoy it at all. I don't either. So how many hours did you say that was? 27. Ish. 27 hours.
2: I got (laughs) flew back to the states. Got to New York. Went from New York all the way to Cape May just to see my brother one last time before he was cremated, and then we had the funeral a couple days later. Saying all that to say, um, a couple months after he passed, he visited me in a dream, and in the dream is where he gave me the idea to do Bacon Bacon. That's a long story short. That was kind of long, but... um, That's how I got the idea. So Mm -hmm. I started to, like, create a menu. It was pretty basic at the beginning. Like
1: what? Um, How did that menu look in the beginning? I was, like, doing burgers
2: and bacon, like, chicken with bacon. And my business partner was, like, you know, it's – you know, it's kind of basic. I was like, <laughs> I was so offended because I was like, you didn't put anything in. You should you should do something. Um, but then I took it as motivation to figure out, like, how I can do something that has a wow factor. That was the push. It was the push. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be pushed, but it, we, it was uh, the push. We hardly no one ever one want to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so did that. Came up with a phenomenal menu, which I think is good. But, I mean, I think the proof is in, like, four years later almost that people love – the food. Um, I started to do chocolate covered bacon. We started to do chocolate covered strawberries with bacon shavings on it, which is our first beer.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Shameless plug>. beer. <laughs> yeah, which is exclusively <laughs> going to be available here. here at bacon,
2: bacon. So our dessert um, is what inspired me to do the beer. I woke up one day and was like, I want a beer. I'm not a beer drinker, so I want to be you know honest. Um, but there's so many people that do love beer. So I was like, I want a beer. And bacon and beer go together. It's one of our little... It does. Um, See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's one of those like gimmicky things where I'm like, bacon and beer go together, bacon and wine. We do a lot of breweries and wineries. And people always like, oh, that pairs well with this, with that. I was like, I want a beer. So we did the beer with Evil Genius. Shout out to them. Um, and then we also are in the works with doing another beer. And that is with Concha Hocken Brewery. And then we are trying to work on doing a cider for this fall as well. So we have three specialty um, drinks that are bacon-inspired that will be here. Side note, the bacon beer does not have bacon in it, so people that don't eat pork can still partake in it and, and enjoy it.
1: So what makes the non-bacon beer A liquid like
2: smoke. It's a smoke.
1: Oh. Yeah. Because
2: you can't technically put—I'm learning all the beer stuff now. You can't put uh, bacon fat into the brewing process because the fat— messes it up somehow okay um i don't know how so but i know it doesn't work so we couldn't do it okay. so it's good so vegans can drink the beer and love it um we had a huge block that party so dope yeah, yeah it is and the can is nice the can is a beautiful can I'm yeah go to Rob, your
1: um yeah. instagram can page somebody
2: grab a can
1: i feel yeah. like you had a picture of it on your, your instagram for the listeners you got to check that out
2: yeah, the can is beautiful. Shout out to our web designer, Trolley. He did our logo. He did all of our branding. He designed our food truck, our website, this
1: new can. You have a massive team that's working with you.
2: It's not. It's small. small team. It's such, a small, it? te- it's such okay. a small little team. It, it seems like there's so much
1: going on.
2: I wish we had more people. We, <laughs> listen, anybody out there that uh, has some skill sets, let us know. Um, but, no, I think people just believe in the vision and we just, that, we yeah. have attracted some amazing, talented people like Santiago over here. Yes, um, yes. He reached out and he's been filming with us for seven, eight months now since November of last year. He's incredibly talented. We have Water Ice that always reaches out. They always want to feature us and stuff. Uh, shout out to Hector and Jay, like just amazing people that believe in what we do. And I feel like because we have really good energy and we're genuine and we're intentional in what that we want to do, you keep I good think people around. We do. Because light attracts light. It does. Yeah. And We've we've been so fortunate and blessed to attract that type of of individual. Thank God. Yes, thank you. Because there are a lot of snakes I've heard out there too. There's
1: some some like really wild stories. If we can, um, real quick, let's get back to, I want to talk about your food truck. Yes. How do you decide where to actually put it? (laughs) I wish I could tell you. That's hard. That's hard.
2: Uh, So many people, and this is no shade, but this is just educating people. People reach out all the time and say, hey, pull up here. And it's not lucrative where obviously we are a small business, so we can't just do everything hoping that four or five people show up. People want us to come out and pull up and park or, you know, and it's like we would not survive if we did that. So we do a lot of private events um, where we do private catering. Um, weddings, birthday parties, bachelor parties, um,
1: hunger podcast parties.
2: Yeah, we could do it. We, <laughs> could do, it. Um, we do those things. We do uh, food truck events. Mm-hmm. We don't post up. We've never done that from the beginning. Just I thought we had to, but I had two friends that are in the industry that. Um, thank you. Oh, that's it. Um, that's the beer. Yo. Isn't it beautiful? First like the can all. is just sexy. The can is
1: just so sexy. Yeah, you have this strawberry mm-hmm. that is biting into this piece of bacon and like just slobber and this looks awesome. Mouth watering. I love the, <laughs> I love the strawberry.
2: So that's that's a nod, so that's a nod to Little Shop of
1: Ah yes, it's giving yeah. all of that. Yeah,
2: and it's also on our website where we have <sighs> a package called Feed Me Seymour. I'm really big on on uh oh, fine details. Oh. So, oh, I love that. that is one of those like people that pay attention to detail will go on our website and be like, "Oh, the beer is inspired from the website which you know it just ties so they in. make that
1: connection mm-hmm. and that's branding 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 yeah constantly your logo i love i love the bacon bacon the logo, logo is it's really, so dope it's really dope yeah it's really dope and i also understand i listened to an interview you did recently with love grit shout out to love grit. oh my gosh shout out to them they that were was amazing a really good conversation that you it had was with them. it was you kind of go between here and you mentioned you were from you're from Cape May. Yes. Do you still send your food truck down yes. to Cape May? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: yeah. So we're there in Wildwood two, time, two times, Wednesdays and Thursdays throughout the summer, every other Thursday. We do a lot of private events in Cape May, West Cape May. Uh, that's that's where you get the people that have their second and third homes going for the season to Cape May. So it it makes sense for us to go down there, and we are a very unique truck and concept. So we do that a lot. Actually, just booked somebody this morning that's going to have us in Cape May, and we have a couple weddings this this season in Cape May in October. So yeah. It's like that's the place to be, and it's
1: lucrative. It sounds like. Yeah. One thing that I just thought about is, especially here in Philly, I I just feel like your your truck, you would probably make get some good business if you pull up to the after hours, like when people come out of bars and clubs. (laughs) I I feel like you would probably because people love bacon. They do, and they're going to be hungry, and and tipsy, and and looking like this um, strawberry probably. So this was really dope. Um, To wrap up, let us know, you know, anything that you haven't mentioned. But I really want to hear from you. As a entrepreneur, what what are some of those biggest lessons that you learned as an entrepreneur that's sort of your, maybe a pillar or maybe your foundation for like where you're at right now? Because you've gone through a lot. You've had many ups. But as you've talked about here on the podcast we've
2: had many downs there's been
1: some downs too yeah. um personally and and as far as like business goes mm-hmm. so talk about that like I, what are some of your what are what are those lessons that just carry you just keep pushing you i keep personally you
2: feel yeah i personally feel that self-love and mental health are are very important to knowing who you are setting healthy boundaries Um, being consistent in who you are that way you let people know the consistency that you need from them as well and holding people to that fire. I feel like the more we love ourselves the more we understand that we are worthy of things and society kind of teaches us that we're not worthy of certain things. Only certain people can have certain um, privileges and things like that so believing in yourself when no one else does is key so when things aren't a quote-unquote win or you're not in the winning season or you're not doing the things that you want to do because things just aren't working out, you're able to go back and say, but I deserve this and um, I'm worthy of it. And then you hold tight to that until you start to see it manifest. I also believe it's important to watch watch your posture when things aren't going your way um, because I feel like the way God works, you can't be a steward over... A lot until you're a steward over the little Mm. and being able to, you know, manage yourself well when you have nothing. So that way, when you have a little bit more, um, you know, God can trust you with that. Um, Being a giver um, for me is important because I understand the way spirituality works. And I know that the more that we give, the more God gives. But my intention isn't to give to get. So being intentional with 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 your motives helps as an entrepreneur, in my experience, I can say. Um, I feel like because I give, because I'm loving, because I'm genuine, and because of these things, I feel like God honors that because he knows my heart. But I don't think it's because I'm such a good person. I get that. I feel like God is just a gracious God, and he allows that to happen because he wants best for us. Um, so having a, a strong spiritual foundation, I think, is key when you want to be an entrepreneur. Because without the roots, it's really hard to grow the tree without it swaying and not falling over. Mm-hmm. And we've had so many things thrown at us that if we didn't have our grassroots in spirituality and God, that I feel like it would be easy for me. Yeah, I could have been blown over so many times. I've been like, I'm done. Oh yeah. I mean, there's times where I want to be done like all the time because it's so overwhelming with everything that has transpired from the contractor screwing us over to not being open on time, how embarrassing it is when people are like, You're not open yet. I thought you would be open. it's like, oh yeah. And I don't want to throw people under the bus, but at the same time, like this is truth. I'm not making it up. I'm not making excuses. Like they did what they did and it, it's horrible. It sucks. Um, but I can't sit in that. I have to move forward right, because there's got someone. To do. Yeah. And there's yeah. people that are looking up to us. There's people that mm-hmm. that are young black men and women that don't see opportunities. So when they see someone that looks like them, it inspires. You know, we've had so many people come in for jobs and the key thing is like, oh, we saw you here and and you inspired us. Like, they want the job, but they're inspired. And I'm like, even if you don't get the job or even if it doesn't work out or even if you go elsewhere, we were inspiration that you can do something that you want to do for yourself. And that, to me, um, is where success lies for me. It's not three food trucks, a restaurant, an event space, a beer. It's it's the fact that when I die, I can't take none of this with me. But what I can know is that I sowed into people. And with that, it doesn't have to blossom when I think it's supposed to blossom, but it's still a seed in people that eventually is going to grow. And you know, you have to really be careful with how we sew and where we sew and who sews into you. Mm-hmm. So being mindful of those things, like awareness is key for me. And I don't know if I answered the question, but.
1: Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. that's, okay. yeah, that's
2: how like I'm able to um, survive the things that, that have happened. And just know that as an entrepreneur, what appears as a win for someone looking out um, isn't always a win for the person that's actually going or, or being in it. You know, um, three food trucks came with three headaches each time. There was something crazy that happened for every food truck Um, and the timing in that, you know, but myself, my business partner, we heavily believe in holding each other and uplifting each other and making sure that, okay, this is crazy, but we're going to get through it. We constantly motivate one another um, and it's important to sow positivity versus focusing on the things that aren't going right, Right, you know? Yeah. So that's how I I view life. And I I reach out to people that have, even if it's not similar experiences, but have life experiences. So that way I can hear their testimony. I could hear what they went through. And I was like, okay, I'm complaining about a third truck. Some people aren't eating. Some people aren't doing this. So it kind of grounds me to where I'm not focusing on what's not going my way Mm -hmm. like we spoke you know we both lost siblings and the fact that I wouldn't wish that upon anybody but it's really hard talking about losing a sibling when you haven't so you always feel isolated I know I I feel isolated with that all the time um because many haven't experienced that. So when you're talking to them, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. You know, they say the cliche stuff, you know, God wouldn't be more than you can bear, those type things, and it doesn't always leave you feeling heard, you know. So when someone could hear you and understand, like, I do that. I'll reach out to people that can see me and not see the persona of what they think I am or, or think I should be, you know, because um, people want to be strong, Um but when they're not strong, people are, oh, you're strong, you'll make it through. Like, sometimes people, it's strength in not being strong at times, you know. And I think, you know, when you are able to speak to people in a real, raw way, like, they can appreciate you. You can appreciate them in the conversation, and it can encourage you. So, yeah, entrepreneurship is a pain in the behind, but there's so many we'll beautiful be things. we waiting for the book. Right. <laughs> there's so many beautiful things that, that come with it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first here on the Hungo Podcast. Yes. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I, this this was cool. I was nervous at first, but it got out. Oh,
1: nothing to be nervous about. And I would love to, um, well, our, I'm, well, I'm coming we going to give you a tour back. before you leave. I'm coming back oh, yeah. once you're open. Okay. I, w- I would really love to taste the food and like really oh, get absolutely. the whole. Do you eat bacon or no? I will try some.
2: Well you don't have to There's, there's so many other great I know things. you have other options yeah.
1: But I feel like I, I gotta at least try Oh I mean thing. hey dude, Because for dude. me it's nothing It's not like a religious thing It's just that I don't dude, It's not in my yeah, diet Gotcha I don't I don't eat, I, I hardly ever eat pork Really? Yeah So but I'm gonna try yours Oh please Hunger do. Podcast is gonna get out of here Before PPA gives me a ticket Yes um, <laughs> Does Hunger Podcast get to keep the, Yes you do the, the bacon beer? You do right, And this is, it's, what is the name of it? Taste? It's called Tasty Bacon. Tasty Bacon. Yeah. All right. Justin, and remember, there's no bacon in it. And there's no bacon <laughs> in it. Because the fat don't work well. It don't work. In right. the process. Y'all, I remember. Yes. This was such a dope interview. Thank you.
2: No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you so much. <laughs> Justin, thank you for dialing into the Hunga podcast and Hunga family. Be sure to check out Bacon Bacon on Instagram at Bacon, B-A-K-E-N underscore Bacon Food Trucks. Have any thoughts or feedback about this podcast episode? Send it to hungapod at gmail.com. I am Eric Cole, the host and producer of the Hunga podcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe and I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.